I think we didn't read this course, yeah. Shall we read this course also? Oh, John, get some again. Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Gopi Jana Bala Bhagiri Vardhari Jaya Gopi Jana Bala Bhagiri Vardhari Yashodana Andana Vraja Janaranjana Yashodana Andana Vraja Janaranjana Jamunatira Vanachari Jamunatira Vanachari Jayorada Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Gunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Janabala Bhagiri Vardhari Jaya Gopi Janabala Bhagiri Vardhari Jashodana Andana Brajajana Ranjana Jashodana Andana 
Jashodanandana Brajajanaranjana Jamunatira Vanachari Jamunatira Vanachari Jayorada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayorada Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadada Shiva Sadigora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadigora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Jaya Prabhu Pad Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Prabhu Jaya Jaya Prabhu Jaya Vishupad Param Hamsa Parivajakachari Asto Tarashat Sri Srimad Abhay Chanaravinda Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupad Ki Jaya Vishupad Param Hamsa Parivajakachari Asto Tarashat Sri Srimad Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Shri Prabhupad Ki Grantharaj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai All Glorious Assembled Devotees Hare Krishna <clears throat> so, reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, second chapter, Hiranyakashipu, the king of demons, and verse, text 38. Ahovayam danya tamayat atra. Tyaktya pitribyam navichintayamaha Abhakshamana abhalavikadibhi Sarakshita rakshati yohigarbhe Ahovayam danya tamayad atra Yaktya pitribyam navichintayamaha Abhakshamana abhalavikadibhi Sarakshita rakshati yohigarbhe Ahovayam danya tamayad atra Tyaktya pitribyam navichintayamaha Abhakshamana abhalavikadibhi Sarakshita rakshati yohigarbhe
Aho, alas, vayam, we, danyatama, most fortunate, yet, because, atra, at the present moment, tyakta, left alone, without protection, pitribyam, by both father and mother. Na, not. Vichintayamaha. Worry. Abhakshyamanaha. Not being eaten. Abala. Very weak. Rika Adibi. By tigers and other ferocious animals. Saha. He, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Rakshita, will protect. Rakshati, has protected. Ya, who? He, indeed, Garbe, within the womb. The translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. It is wonderful that these elderly women do not have a higher sense of life than we do. Indeed, we are most fortunate, for although we are children and have been left to struggle in material life unprotected by father and mother, and although we are very weak, we have not been vanquished or eaten by ferocious animals. Thus, we have a firm belief that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who has given us protection even in the womb of the mother, will protect us everywhere. Purport. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 1861, Ishvara Sarvabhutanam Riddeshe Arjuna Tishtati. The Lord is present in the core of everyone's heart. Thus the Lord gives protection to everyone and gives the different, different types of bodies the living entity wants to enjoy. Everything is done by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore one should not lament the birth and death of a living being which have been arranged by the Supreme Lord. Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 15.15, Sarvasichaham ridishani vishto matah smritir jnanam apohanam cha. I am seated in everyone's heart, and from me come remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. One must act according to the direction of the Lord within the heart, but because the conditioned soul wants to act independently, the Lord gives him the facility to act and experience the reactions. The Lord says, Sarvadharman paritejya maam ekam sharanam raja. Give up all other duties and simply surrender unto me. 
One who does not abide by the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is given the facility to enjoy this material world. Instead of, instead of restricting him, the Lord gives the conditioned soul the opportunity to enjoy so that by mature experience after many, many births, Bahunam Chanmana Mante, he will understand that surrender to the lotus feet of Vasudev is the only duty of all living beings. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruve Nama Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna seeking the blessings of all the devotees so we can speak something relevant from this verse and amazing purport um, <clears throat> so um, so is Yamaraj continuing to speak and uh, and you know, Yamaraj is the is the you know is the superintendent of death and so he has got a lot of managerial roles so he's quite busy generally so he doesn't get to preach so much <laughs> so now he's getting the opportunity and he's really quite happy about it and uh, so he's here he's speaking um, so aho aho um, means alas you know he's starting with something he's is is uh, very surprised actually and and with his surprise he's saying that uh, that that this women because he's referring to women but also referring to all the elders who are present there and he's saying that look at these people you know they're elderly but they're lamenting and they're crying like we children do <laughs> They do not have any higher sense of life than we do. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's actually very interesting because, you know, um, in their family, you know, someone has just passed away and, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a grave situation, you know, so, and usually when you go to someone's house like that, you don't say, oh, alas, look at this, you know, look at you people. <laughs> you know, you're just crying for someone who just died, it's just a body, who cares anyway. No, actually, so it's a very grave situation and, and requires some sensitivity. So, you know, this is Yamaraj and he can do it, but we don't do it. <laughs> so, we don't, one thing that we should definitely remember is that we don't try and imitate the great personalities. Um, <clears throat> Um, these are Mahajans, these are, um, they have some, some very great realizations and they have some great compassion and um, they're not going to be there to waste their time or words. So they come straight to the point, they speak their, their, their instructions, their teachings and they leave. So. Um, so many, many such great personalities we have seen um, in Bhagavatam who come, they deliver the message and they leave. So they don't hang around for too long. So, so here's Yamaraj is coming and, uh, and he is also speaking something that's very powerful and something that's very relevant uh, for the situation. Although <clears throat> it might be a little bit hard for 
for these people and, and, and if something like that happens in our life and um, it might be very hard if, if a devotee came or even spiritual master came and told us this, you know, it would be very hard for us to digest this because it's actually a very strong message. But, <clears throat> but of course, Shastras and, 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 and uh, great teachers are not going to shy away from teaching us or telling us what is actually good for us. So uh, they may choose to sugarcoat it, they may not, and it's completely up to them. But, um, but, but when they speak, um, because they have that realization and they have that, that mature understanding, and also they have that compassion. So many times when Prabhupada also would say many things, which are very strong and it's very heavy, but then later when the guests leave, then Prabhupada will turn around and tell the devotees, look, I can say this, <laughs> but you don't say this, <laughs> because it will not work if you say the same things. Um, so here again, Yamaraj knows that he has to speak some very powerful instructions, and if he goes as himself, then maybe the family and the people will not take him you know, very seriously. So he goes as a small child, and uh, and then he gives the whole instructions, and and so here is the second verse which he speaks, and he is saying that he said, "Look at you people," he said, "You are actually you are actually you have you know you are lamenting like how we children do, you know, when you take something away from the children, you know, you snatch it out of their hand, and they become very upset." and they start crying, and they cry, like, you know, they roll on the ground, and they make a whole scene, you know. Um, many times it happens in the supermarkets. <laughs> you, you see the kids rolling, <laughs> or, or making a whole uh, chaos. But, <clears throat> and they don't really see the situation, they don't really see that, actually, it was not that valuable what they lost, you know, and that it's just a matter of time that they will get it again, you know, or maybe that there's something better waiting for them. They just want that right now, and they don't care of anything else. Uh, and if they're not going to get it, they're going to make a scene. And 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 that's that's that they're very clear about that. So here, the elders who have lost um, their dear one, and they are also lamenting in a very similar way. And Yamaraj is really pointing that out. And he's saying that, yeah, like this is the same as how we do it. And, um, and um, <clears throat> in the modern society, we can see that um, as children, or many children, they grow up and they become adults. But a lot of the times, they have not necessarily developed that higher sense. <laughs> what the Yamaraj is saying here. So their higher sense is not developed because they haven't really received any higher knowledge. So the mentality is quite, can be quite the same, you know, still from the little toy car to now a big car. So, but, but really the attachment is exactly the same. If anything happens to the toy car or anything happens to the big car, the pain is the same, still the same crying. You know, if they're playing with the car and you put a hand there and they get very upset. And now we put another car and they still get upset. <laughs> you know, 
and our neighbors also complain. But <laughs> the you know so so is the is the the higher sense is not there, you know, because. A little bit of a problem, a little bit of an obstruction, and they get very upset even now. So, so where is the higher knowledge? You know, if something, um, they, they, they get given something uh, by providence, and, um, and in the matter of time, as everything in life, um, when you lose it, then you become very morose, you get very affected by it. And uh, <clears throat> it's because of no, one hasn't cultivated the higher sense, one hasn't cultivated the higher knowledge. And, um, and so therefore, for a lot of times, um, we get to see in the modern society that most of the adults continue to carry the same mentality as the children um, in terms of their, their identification, in terms of their possessiveness, uh, in terms of their wanting to control and enjoy, <clears throat> it's quite similar. And, and so therefore, <clears throat> um, there will naturally be lamentation when things go wrong, which they inevitably do. Um, so, so that's, Yamaraj is really very blunt in pointing that out. He's really making it very clear that um, that there is no higher sense here, that you people are older and that you should know this, uh, but you haven't understood it yet. <coughs> um, so then, what is that higher sense that he's talking about? Um, and um, and so he, so that's that's continuation of the translation. And Prabhupada explains that more in detail in the purport. Is that actually, and he's pointing out with his own example. He said, "Look, he said, as a child, he said, I don't have any mother and father. I'm unprotected by father and mother. And although I'm very weak, Abala, he said, still, I have not been vanquished. I have not been eaten by some ferocious animals." And thus we have a firm belief that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who has given us the protection, even in the womb of the mother, will protect us everywhere. So that is a higher sense, that actually <coughs> the Lord is protecting everyone. And, um, and so here, here, the, uh, here the family is lamenting for uh, what they have lost. But what Yamaraj is pointing out is that actually what you don't understand is that the Lord is protecting? Is the Lord is protecting everyone? Um, and so why are you lamenting then? And so he's giving with his own example. He said, I'm, I'm being protected. And, uh, and, and in other, other words, everyone is being protected. And so therefore, why are you lamenting then? Um, so now that's, that's something interesting if you think about it. And, uh, and here in Prabhupada, Prabhupada also explains that in the purport, um, that by you know starting the purport with explaining the sarva switch ishwara sarva bhutana arjuna tishtati he says that the lord is present in the core of everyone's heart and thus the lord gives protection to everyone and the statement continues but so the lord is giving protection to everyone um, now we we know and we can understand that lord is giving protection to the devotees he's always protecting the devotees but how do we understand that Lord is also protecting the non-devotees? Can anyone please 
suggest or share? How the Lord is protecting the non-devotees? Like, okay, we know, we have many pastimes that we know of from the Bhagavatam and that we will discuss in a minute, but, but here Prabhupada is saying that actually not just devotees, Lord is protecting everyone. So, so how is it that Lord is protecting the non-devotees? Who can say? No, no asteroid. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, but they've hit in the past, and they can hit in the future. So. <clears throat> okay. So that's based on their karma. They're living a long life, and and it's what next life they will have to again suffer the reactions of what they're doing now. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but we are talking more specifically about how Lord is protecting the non-devotees, like all the non-devotees, not just the ones that the devotees are able to reach. <laughs> Lord is protecting all the non-devotees. <clears throat> yes, yes, that is true. It is true, but, but the question is how that part is being protected by the Lord. What, what, is, what is He doing? Yes, food, clothing, shelter, that's being provided to a lot of people uh, according to their karma. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so actually, so Prabhupada explains this in the purport. It, it, very interesting, actually. Um, so Prabhupada is explaining in the purport that, so this is the continuation of the line. So, um, so what we just read, Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam Riddhesha Lord is present in the core of everyone's heart. Thus, the Lord gives protection to everyone and gives the different types of bodies the living entity wants to enjoy. So in other words, um, and I think, um, yeah, um, <clears throat> so, you know, all the living entities, let's talk specifically about people who are not devotees. Well, they are getting the karma. They're getting the reactions to their activities. But the Lord is providing um, this karma or this, this facility where they're getting the karma so they can actually become detached from the material life and from the material world so that they can quickly understand the higher nature or the spiritual identity. And they can understand how material world, they cannot get happiness. There is no real enjoyment. Uh, and so they, uh, they quickly try to transcend this material world. And so in that way, the Lord is protecting. And that's what Prabhupada is explaining here. <clears throat> that actually everyone is getting the free will. So... You know, generally in the house, if there are parents and they have kids, and your kids don't follow the way the parents tell them, the parents become very upset, they become very angry. And they say, you know, they really try to enforce the instruction on the, on the kids. Why are you not doing this? You must listen. But Krishna is not like that. Krishna is saying, Krishna is giving the teachings and, and, and instructions. But for those who don't follow, Prabhupada is explaining here that, that they're, they're getting 
they, um, the Lord gives the different types of bodies the living entity wants to enjoy. So if, if the children says, no, 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 we won't follow you, then Krishna says, okay, then I give you a body which you can get and you can try to enjoy in that body. So in that way, <coughs> you can exercise your free will. You can be independent and you can try and enjoy. Um, and hopefully at one point you understand after receiving sufficient amount of suffering that actually, look, there is no real happiness. That actually I need to go out. So in that way, the Lord is uh, protecting the non-devotees. Um, actually, what He's protecting is the relationship. Uh, what Krishna is really protecting is the relationship with His parts and parcels, with all the living entities. And, uh, and He is creating the situations <clears throat> through which the living entities can come to understand that relationship. So, <clears throat> and, and he's creating the situation so that that love, that dormant love uh, for God is awakened uh, quickly. So karma is, in other words, karma is not to be seen as a punishment, but, but it's, the, it's, 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 um, it should be seen as the way of protection by the Lord. Um, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, and yeah, he's in this way. He's thinking that how can I how can I bring this living entity quickly back to God? Um, and he's trying to teach us that actually there is no happiness in this world. So um, come fast, <laughs> you know. <coughs> now that's very important to understand uh, because you know Prabhupada gives that example and in in, uh, in, in um, during uh, Vietnam War, and that when when there was a there was a whole troop or whole whole troop from Vietnam, they actually went to fight in the war, and so you know, like practically the whole village, whole village, they sent all their sons and husbands into the war, and no one came back because they all got shot and died. And so the whole village was so devastated <clears throat> that they said that if there is God, how can he let it happen? How can all our um, sons and husbands die like this? You know, how, how can that be? And so therefore, we, we must conclude that there is no God. Or that God has no enough strength to protect our family members. So, um, so, that, so that was the conclusion because of the lack of understanding of how Lord is protecting everyone actually. And, um, and so we, um, we should understand in that way <clears throat> how the Lord is protecting. And, uh, and when, or it's only when we understand that, that we can actually have gratitude for Krishna, uh, gratitude for the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> otherwise... Otherwise, we'll be compromised. Otherwise, we can see some difficulties in our life and we can see how we, we cannot understand and we, we really uh, feel quite morose that how Krishna is letting that happen. <clears throat> um, it's actually this very nice quote that I, I read in uh, Bhagavatam at one point. It's a very nice quote. That's so why I really liked it. And uh, as Prabhupada saying in the purport, 
very very eloquently mentioned is saying that uh, just like in krishna's pastimes also in life an actual significance of an event is often more easily understood in retrospect so i'll repeat that it's, it's, it's such a beautiful sentence he says that in life an actual significance of an event is often more easily understood in retrospect you always look back at the situation and you think that yes maybe it wasn't that bad you know and then and then Prabhupada continues he says krishna accomplish accomplishes many purposes <clears throat> through his pastimes and that and thus and thus uh, the will of krishna ultimately answers the question as to why whatever happened so <clears throat> in uh, sometimes we see a situation happen and 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 that's very tragic um and it it's very hard for us to understand but sometimes it just takes some amount of time to process and then when we look back at it and then we say that actually a lot of things happened from it uh which has helped us um in in many ways and uh, and so yes um many uh, especially especially for the devotees actually krishna um accomplishes many things through his one action and um, and it requires mature vision to see that and to understand that <clears throat> and of course so that was for the non devotees of course we understand for the devotees how krishna protects yes um so again this what's very important to understand is that is that krishna protects the relationship our relationship with him krishna protects our our krishna consciousness he may or may not protect our body and that's why a lot of times we uh, we do go through difficulties and challenges in our having to with our body uh, within our families etc <coughs> and um, what krishna guarantees is that whoever becomes krishna conscious is that he carries what they have and he preserves uh, uh, and he he provides what they lack so but uh, but he he may he doesn't guarantee that your material body also will be protected and that they'll always be stout and strong the whole time <clears throat> it may be the case uh, he has protected the bodies of devotees in the past any examples from bhagavatam what is it jarabarat yes that was through kali yeah but yeah how krishna protects personally um his devotees the bodies of his devotees gajendra yes yes i was thinking of the same <clears throat> anyone else hmm haridas thakur um oh, okay yeah yeah okay yeah sure then pralad maharaj yes from his father protect the devotees yeah in the, within his body yes pandavas parikshit maharaj in the womb so <clears throat> there are many instances where krishna did protect the bodies of his devotees even even sanatan goswami 
who when he was coming to see the lord and and because he was so much neglectful of his body and he had developed this pus in his body all over his body and it was so extremely painful and 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 sanatan goswami was actually meditating that maybe i should just kill my body he said what's the point of living and i can't even present myself in front of the lord like this because i know as soon as i go in front of the lord he will embrace me and i really don't want him to embrace me at this point and so he was considering that and of course mahaprabhu finds out and and uh, and he goes and immediately embraces him and frees him from all the disease and then he actually chastises him that how can you even think like that he said actually and so this is very important instruction <clears throat> and 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 this would help us understand is that mahaprabhu says that actually he said um he said how can you even think like that he said because your body actually belongs to me and i want to accomplish many tasks through your body so how can you just decide to kill it like that so many times krishna does want to accomplish um, many tasks through the bodies of devotees and then he might protect the bodies of the devotees to accomplish this task but then there will be times when um, he has some other plan and then he might just engage the bodies in in that way so <clears throat> um yes yeah, so it's very important that we understand and we don't um um expect lord to exactly fulfill all our desires um and and then i was hearing this one devotee and he was he was making this um hypothetical statement and he was saying that just imagine for a minute if krishna gives you know because we, you know sometimes we still think you know like oh yeah okay I, i get all that philosophically it all makes sense but still like why can't krishna just protect me you know why can't krishna protect my family you know so even if we so so let's just hypothetically think like this the krishna just gives us a perfectly strong body that has no problem gives us all the opulences that we need gives us all the facilities that we need what will happen then you begin what is it we'll forget krishna yes we become complacent we forget krishna and and really that that would happen um and and we can, we we can see our own lives and many times when things have all fallen in place and that we have become a little complacent <laughs> the sakunti marain says actually <laughs> give me problems no problem because through the problem i'll remember the relationship uh but if we become complacent if things are all good then we sometimes forget so krishna again krishna is protecting uh, our relationship and uh, and sometimes he may give us things if he knows and when he knows that it will not affect our relationship but sometimes we might just take away things if that's going to help in the relationship <clears throat> with him and um so that was one point and then secondly prabhupada is also explaining in the purport here that one must act according to the direction of the lord within the heart but because the conditioned soul wants to act independently the lord gives him the facility to act and experience the reactions so that that's what we discuss about the lord's protection to those who want to be independent but actually krishna says the sarva dharman paritejya mam ekam sharanam maja actually give up 
all the other duties and simply surrender unto me. So we were having a, a, a Western outreach program yesterday, and um, and we had something similar come up, and this uh, there was a natural reaction, you know. Why why this? Why is Krishna saying this? You know, <laughs> why Krishna is saying to just surrender and only to Him, and that we can't go to anyone else. Like we are not allowed to learn from anyone else. We are not allowed to get inspired from him. Why only Krishna? And why only surrender to Krishna? So and you can see there's this great amount of like um, um, aversion to only Krishna. But Krishna is saying very strongly, and and Krishna is just saying like. Just give up everything, just surrender unto me. And, and we might feel that, you know, by, you know, why only Krishna? You know, why not anyone else? And, uh, and you know, of course, that person exemplified that and, and, and verbalized it very strongly. Um, and um, and that, that's, that's the challenge for, for a lot of people that Krishna can be there, but then I still have other things that... <laughs> I need to do, you know. So I can't just fully surrender to Krishna. Like I get it, is 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 a is a very nice point, and and maybe Krishna is saying like try as much as possible or like do your best. But like no, Krishna is saying give up all your mental conceptions, all your um, all your shelters, all the all the places where we take shelter. And so Krishna says actually give that up. He said don't worry about them. You just take shelter of me. And then I will protect you from all your problems. <clears throat> um, and Prabhupada is continuing to explain in the purport here, towards the end, he's saying that, that but there are many people who would actually not want to abide by these orders. Um, that when Krishna is saying that, why the Krishna is saying the surrender unto me? You know, we have that aversion that, you know, that, no, I don't want to just surrender to Krishna. But at the same time, we don't have anything better. <laughs> it's not like we have any better alternative. Um, we can very clearly see that surrender to anything else or anyone else has not led us um, towards happiness or towards peace. Um, we take shelter of something material, to find that peace, to find that solution, to find that happiness. And as um, Prahlad Maharaj explains that actually the, oftentimes there's the solution of taking the shelter of, or having taken shelter of all these all this material situations, is that often the solution or the result of it is more problem than the actual problems. And, uh, and so Krishna is saying that, he said, if you have sufficiently tried it, and that now if you are satisfied with all your imaginations, imaginations and concepts uh, where you try to take shelter, he said, now, he said, give that up and now surrender unto me. And that's why in the end, Prabhupada also quotes, he said, Bahunam Janmanamante. He said, actually, this is a journey or it's a process of many lifetimes. He said, for many lifetimes, we try from one person to another person, from one situation to another situation. And after trying everything, and when we are finally completely satisfied that actually nothing works, we are completely frustrated that like nothing really works, 
well then we will take shelter of krishna bahunam janmanamante after many lifetimes bahunam janmanamante gyanavan maam prapadyate krishna is saying that the one who is actually intelligent now one who has actually acquired the necessary intelligence maam prapadyate he takes shelter of me so <clears throat> and he thinks that vasudeva sarvam he says that actually krishna is everything iti samahatma sudurlabha he says that such persons are very rare um and so um we have that opportunity to um associate with many devotees here who are very surrendered and uh, who are actually you know surrender there is nothing too complicated about it you, the the knowledge of bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam is there all the instructions of the lord are there you just follow that and and that is surrender there is you know you don't have to come up with anything new so the surrender is the, all the process is given in the shastras and when we surrender to the lord um then we experience his protection um <clears throat> and uh and that is very amazing actually we have seen many devotees over the course of many years we have seen many devotees who actually who um who very sincere in their service to radha balava and somehow krishna facilitated facilitated um situations such that um they could continue to serve then they had many problems they could be related to their visas and could be related to the health and could be related to the family but somehow a lot of them who were, who really wanted to continue service and 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 krishna provided krishna gave them protection and 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 maintained that relationship in that way and um um there are many devotees who are trying to serve in many different other capacities and krishna actually protects them and uh and we can see that protection especially um we really see that protection uh when we are trying to outreach for the pleasure of the lord and um, and there is something very mystical about the lord's protection and and it's it's almost so uh addictive it's so intoxicating that when you actually experience that then then there is nothing higher there is actually nothing higher than that <clears throat> so when we are out on uh, on on the streets when we are actually doing hari naams or doing book distribution and uh, and many times we we come across some very challenging situations some very challenging people and it's amazing how we get through that and we can see how the lord protected in that situation and um, and when that happens again and again and again we very clearly understand that we are not alone when we are out to outreach and to share this knowledge to people that we are not alone that actually krishna is with us krishna is with us uh, the spiritual master is with us and they're protecting us and they're guiding us and um, and so that's the reason why you know like in devotional service we generally do experience that um in any kind of devotional service but especially when we when we go out of our comfort zone when we go out of um <clears throat> when we actually take risks and when we when we try to share this knowledge um to the people uh outside um then we get to see that protection of the lord and um and when that happens 
then um, then then we know for sure. Then you get this realization that that actually now I have nothing to worry about. And then there are those devotees who who do it day after day and week after week, months and years and decades, and they really don't have any doubts if Krishna is protecting them or not. It, it's it's something that has happened their whole life. They've just seen that again and again, how the Lord has always been protecting him. And so they don't really have a doubt, oh, will Krishna protect me again, you know? And, um, you know, there's these memories of Srila Prabhupada and, and, uh, and uh, you know, the Shyam Sundar Prabhu in one of the memories. And he's, he, you know, it's interesting how he starts, he starts with saying that, uh, that actually when Prabhupada was around, he said, we didn't think anything was impossible. <laughs> He said, Prabhupada just told us to do something, we just did it. <laughs> and Prabhupada said, uh, go and print the books. He said, we, we don't know how to print the books. He said, we don't know how to bind the books. Prabhupada told us to do it. We had to go out and we had to do it. And so we did it. Then Prabhupada said, print so much of big quantities of it. And said, we don't know how to arrange such a big printing. We don't have the money. We don't have the printers. We don't have people to help us. Prabhupada said, okay, so let's do it. So then somehow they made it happen. Now Prabhupada said, now distribute them. <laughs> and then the devotees said, but so many books, how are we going to distribute them? But then somehow they did distribute them. And, um, and uh, there were many challenges and along the way, but then Krishna protected them. And, uh, and so therefore, so all these devotees, they served um, Krishna for so long, that actually they don't have any doubts anymore that, Will Lord protect me? Will will I be okay? Should I do this or like, is it safe or not safe? No, you just it's for the pleasure of Krishna. So the pleasure of spiritual master, you do it, and then Krishna protects. So Krishna's got our backs, uh, <clears throat> and so therefore, um, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's greatly encouraged that that we. We try to take up that mission of Prabhupada and all the Acharyas and actually try to share this knowledge with others. And in that way, we get to experience the protection of Krishna. Um, so with that, we'll finish and see if there is any questions or comments or corrections. said that the Lord is protecting the non-devotees by giving them human bodies and realizations. But we see sometimes people outside, they're materially very opulent, they're very rich, and they're living happily. So how can we understand that the Lord is protecting them? Yes, the Lord is providing for, <clears throat> for, the, for what is due for the karma. And um, it's actually interesting because while distributing books and while um, sort of keeping in touch with some of these people who look quite rich and aristocratic and very successful materially. But then when we start speaking to them and when they actually open their hearts <laughs> and they tell us what they're going through, actually, and they tell that the pressure, the pressure from work, from the family, 
the status quo that they have to maintain, that they cannot just get any car, that they, it has to be like this high-class car because after all, they have to go for these parties and everyone has these high-class cars, like they can't just get a cheap car. But the high-class car is not cheap, you know. They have to dress in a certain ways and it's not always comfortable. They can't go out and just do the same things like what we do because there's people always following them. People always trying to get one photo with them and they just have to constantly smile and smile and smile <laughs> because they can get captured in the photo the whole time. And sometimes they have to go out, they have to disguise themselves just so that no one identifies them so that they can just peacefully walk around the city <laughs> or, or, or do what they want to do. So actually it might look that they are very happy and successful, but actually a lot of them, they, they honestly confess that, that that is not true. Um, and uh, <clears throat> one of such very successful person, he told once that, he said, he said, let everyone become rich and successful, you know, because by getting that, they will find out that there is no real happiness there. <laughs> There's no real satisfaction there. So, um, as devotees, we know that it's Dukhale Mashashwatam, and that actually it's a place of misery. Um, we might not see that because they just, they're just so expert at, at covering it up and patching it up. So we might, we might not see that, but if you just ask them, how are you today? <laughs> and they tell, how are, how are they today? And, uh, and then we feel, oh, really? I thought that you were living a good life, but a lot of times, actually, a lot of times that it's not there. So, so yes, Lord is protecting them <laughs> by giving them sufficient amount of problems and, uh, and um, hopefully uh, realizations so they understand that, that we have achieved the best of the material world but still it's not giving us what, what we thought it would. And so now let me find out what else is out there. And so that's why many of these uh, very rich people, they actually, they're often looking for something higher. They're looking for some meaning for life. They're actually looking for the higher connection. <clears throat> and um, we, have some, we have some amazing devotees who are reaching out to these elites and, uh, and, 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 and helping them sort their lives out. Yeah. Thank you. Nice question. Anyone else? Yes. Since it's a, it's a verse spoken by a child, <laughs> so the questions are also from children. Okay. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. So my question is that um, like Kunti Marani asked Krishna for more calamities so that she could never forget him. So, like, why didn't Krishna give her more calamities so that she could... Why did Krishna give her more calamities? Yeah. Well, it was not specifically responding to Kunti Marani's prayer that he gave her the calamities. <laughs> but... Um, <clears throat> um, Krishna knows what is best for the devotees and Krishna gives him just that. Nothing more and nothing less. And, um, and also Krishna is very expert at giving the problems that devotees can handle. So um, Kunti Marani 
and the Pandavas, they went to a lot of challenges, they went to a lot of problems. And for them, actually, because they are pure devotees, it was not really so much of a problem for them, in one sense, because they were performing the devotional service in the tough times, and they're performing devotional service when they got the kingdom, and that they were happily placed, materially speaking. In both the cases, they were doing the devotional service. They were chanting Hare Krishna, and they were remembering Krishna, and they were doing service for Him, and they were glorifying Him. So, um, but why Krishna gave them the problem was to show us how the devotees handle the difficulties or the, or the challenges in life. So when we see that, um, that, that your house is taken away, that your family is taken away, that you are ridiculed in front of the people who uh, who are your subjects that who are supposed to honor you? <clears throat> so, after all the problems, uh, they actually never forgot Krishna. They never say that. Oh, how can Krishna do that? After all, we are his devotees. How how is it happening to us, the pure devotees? We are there in the Bhagavatam. <laughs> how is it happening to us? So no, they are not complaining like that. But all the time. They are completely thankful and grateful to Krishna for whatever situations are coming their way. And they are constantly seeking guidance and association of Krishna in all the situations. And so we, even before uh, the, you know, we know, because, because they've taken shelter of Krishna, we know that they will come out successful. And of course, as this pastime continues, we see that how they are actually coming out successful, but that success was guaranteed because they did take shelter of Krishna in the times of challenge. So Krishna is teaching us through those challenges, those difficulties, how the devotees are protected. Yes. Thank you, Prabhupada. Thank you. Yes, <clears throat> Hare Krishna Prabhu. There is a group of, uh, there is some, some spiritual, so-called spiritual schools and they have an opinion that when uh, Bhagavad Gita is spoken to Arjun on the battlefield and when Krishna is saying, Sarva Dharman Paritaji, give up everything, just surrender unto me. So that's very contextual and that's just for, the, for Arjun's situation right at the battlefield hmm. where, where he just needs to hear Krishna and just follow his instructions. Hmm. And that's not for the whole mankind. Uh, so how do you understand that that particular instruction given <coughs> to Arjun, it, it, it's not just, uh, it doesn't have, there is no context related to Arjuna's situation, but it's hmm. for everyone. Because your point in between the class was about complete surrender. And that's their argument that it was meant. It was meant for Arjuna right at the battlefield, not mm. for everyone out there. Yes. So, <coughs> of course, the Bhagavad Gita is understood when we understand the the speaker of the Bhagavad Gita and what he's trying to convey. So, um, 
it might be hard for people who don't understand Krishna, and so therefore they are just free to take what they like and 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 skip what they don't. But <clears throat> uh, Krishna repeats certain instructions multiple times in Bhagavad Gita, and then he also elaborates on that instrument Bhagavatam. So we understand that when something is repeated, that is not contextual anymore. So, Krishna says, Man mana mad bhakta madhyaji maam namaskuru is saying that how, you know, you should all, that uh, <coughs> um, yes, they, uh, no, I'm just thinking of another verse uh, where the devotees are constantly chanting about him. They're constantly glorifying. Satatam kirtayantamam. Yes, so, there are many different verses where Krishna again and again highlights that it's actually service to Him and surrender unto Him. That's the primary goal. And, and to conclude all His teachings and His entire Bhagavad Gita, He finally says, actually, look, this is the conclusion. This, understand this and you understand the whole Bhagavad Gita. Now, if you take the whole conclusion and you take, take that on the side and say, no, no, that's contextual and that's that's for Arjuna alone. Well, then it's like saying that the whole Bhagavad Gita was for Arjuna alone and that it, for, it wasn't for anyone else. <clears throat> but we can understand that actually if you take the context of the Bhagavad Gita, then you understand that Sarvadama and Paritija is for everyone. Uh, but when you take it out of the context is when you see that this is only for Arjuna. Is that okay? Can you add something? No, that's mm -hmm. fine. Thank you. Yes, Hi, Krishna Thanks for the class. Um, you mentioned that uh, for the non-devotees, Krishna uh, protects by um, allowing them to take all these different bodies so they can actually enjoy their desire and so they can become quickly detached from all the sense gratification so that they can come back to Krishna quicker. But then sometimes in the purports of uh, uh, like or Bhagavad Gita, Prabhupada says that some of the living entities, when they choose to be in nations, uh, taking um, you know, birth after birth, it, he says that they take birth after birth for perpetually, like forever. So how do we understand? <coughs> is it just Prabhupada just being a little bit kind of like very heavy in those points, mm. or is Krishna still protecting? You know, those living entities, even though, even though they choose to be in essence or ignorance. Yes, yeah, so Krishna is trying to teach them through giving sufficient problems and reactions, but some living entities are just so hell-bent on not learning. And so they, they're happy to repeat the mistakes again and again and again and again and again. So Krishna is saying that, well, that's your choice, you know, <clears throat> because after all, Krishna is not going to take away the free will. But he's, he's still protecting them because he's still always giving him the opportunity. Also, Krishna is there in the heart of every living entities. So he's still there as a super soul. He's still guiding them and still trying to instruct them that, hey, look, this is not good for you. Um, but a lot of them are so just so dulled by their material activities that they actually absolutely can't hear it. Um, so, but Krishna is doing, 
what he can. Um, but he obviously wouldn't want to push them because then that relationship is not really very nice when you get pushed into the relationship. So relationship is there because it can never really break. Even if perpetually that, per that living entities are going to take repeated birth and death, <clears throat> well, the relationship is still not gone. Relationship is still there. A lot of time, you know, like when the children act um, completely out of the sink with the parents, and sometimes parents said, just get out of the house. Don't come back ever again. Don't ask for, you know, any inheritance. You have got nothing to do with anything that I own. I disown you from everything. I don't want to see you again. <clears throat> it can happen in material relationships sometimes. But Krishna never does that. No matter how many times we offend him and how many times we ignore him, the Krishna is still there in the heart and he's still trying to protect. He's still trying to help. Um, but of course, it's our choice. <clears throat> and, um, and to the extent we, we want to stay away from him, well, then he, to that extent, he continues to facilitate us by giving us different bodies. Yes, well. Everyone has a different level of Speaking surrenderance. Of how do we know how much are we surrender? Um, well, about more than finding out how much are we surrender in the in the level from one to ten. Like, oh, I'm now I'm six point five. Now getting to six point eight and seven point two. Like, it it's not really the goal. The goal is to. Uh, find out the instructions of Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita, the find out the instructions in the Bhagavatam uh, through our mentors, through our spiritual master, and uh, we try to follow them as strictly as we can. Um, and that's to the extent we are following that instructions as they are, as it is, to that extent we are surrendered. And to the extent we are sort of trying to figure it out ourselves, like I know, like I know the devotees have told me this. I know that my spiritual master wants me to do this, but, but, <laughs> so then that's like when you know that you are not sufficiently surrendered yet. So we want to. Um, we, uh, we Krishna speaks through the devotees. Krishna speaks through the spiritual master, uh, not just through any devotees. Usually we, we understand and we learn from our mentor. We take guidance from them. And to the extent we are able to follow these instructions, to that extent we are surrendered. That's, that's the most important thing to understand. So, uh, and, and of course, if you're asking very specifically about how, how far are we in our progress in life, then we can ask individually to our devotees who are guiding us, and we can ask them uh, where to improve, etc. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki Shirapapada ki jai. Hare Krishna.